The running time for this Rain Hamcast podcast is 17 minutes 56 seconds. Short pauses for echo link and all-star timer resets occur approximately every 2 minutes 50 seconds. This is the Rain Hamcast podcast number 91 for June 17, 2023. I'm Kent Peterson, KC0DGY. Gordon West, WB6NOA, is one of the most recognizable hams in amateur radio today. Few amateur radio operators have successfully carved out a career crisscrossing America, both promoting and teaching ham radio to the masses. If you listen to Rain Hamcasts 89 and 90, you already know Gordo is a pretty darn good storyteller. In this Rain Hamcast, we return to a 2019 conversation QSO Today founder and producer Eric Guth, 4Z1UG, had with Gordo about Gordo. Here's our third and final excerpt from that conversation. In the 95s, that's when W5LFL, Owen Garriott with the space program began, and I was just fascinated being able to work him on the very first rotation of his orbit working ham radio. It was also in the 90s that I needed to up my demos in our classroom. So I came out with uh, something that one of the students said. He says, don't you remember in high school, you'd put two forks, one on each end of a hot dog, and then uh, wire the forks up to 110 and plug it in, and you'd have your own hot dog cooker. He says, Gordo, you ought to do that. I didn't have any hot dogs. Susie says, oh, we got some pickles. I go, well, hell, let's try a pickle. We plugged fork in each end of the pickle, plugged the forks into 110, staying clear of everything, and we had our own little spark gap. The whole pickle lit up, and to this date, uh, people don't remember my name, but they go, oh, yeah, you were the guy that lit up the pickle. So the blazing pickle is sort of one of the fun little gags that I had. You know, I had instructors calling me uh, in uh, 1995, ham instructors. So I suggested the W5YI, and they took me up on it to start an instructor program. But I first uh, ran the program by the American Radio Relay League saying, you know, a lot of folks want to get in the ham radio. They know where the books are, but they, they lack that person, that Elmer, in some parts of the country where the Elmer would take them under their wing and get them on the air. And they go, well, we, we really don't know who the Elmers are. And I go, well, sure you do. This talking to the league, I says, those folks that order 10 or 20 technician class books from either me or you, they're the imperfect uh, ham ambassador. And my deal was the league would have ham ambassadors in all of their areas throughout the country. So when someone would write them saying, uh, you know, I, I think I want to get involved in ham radio, but I can't find the class and I don't know what book to study. And I don't know how to do it. That's where we turn it on to the ham ambassador that would then befriend that person in their local uh, city or county and get them into a local class. Well, the ham ambassador program was embraced by Master Publishing and the W5YI group. So we started our instructor academy in uh, the late uh, 95s. And wow, the ham instructor academy got so big that we started offering these classes all around. But the wagon couldn't carry all of the demo stuff, so we bought a 1976 communications van, brand new, 
gosh, got it back in 76. And we continue to have the same van, a road trek, absolutely outfitted with all the ham radio gear to offer students not just a talking head, but rather live demonstrations of HF gear, VHF, UHF. So in the 2000s, uh, we were really rolling, having a great time working with the volunteer examination coordinators as they would uh, develop new question pools, working the Gordo books, working the new commercial book, GROL, that was a big success, and doing tons of ham shows, but still remembering marine electronics, working closely with the Radio Technical Commission for Maritime Services called RTCM on their marine electronics education programs for safer boating. So every year, I would update our books. The uh, question pool committee, once a year, with just a one-year gap, will uh, first upgrade tech, and then the next year, upgrade general, next year, upgrade uh, extra, and then a year off. That allowed me to then upgrade our commercial book, and it really worked out uh, well. So in the early 2000s, I became uh, very interested in my earlier work uh, back in the 70s at 10 thousand megahertz, 10 gigs, ham band, X band. And because I worked with radar as well aboard ships, well, I knew a lot about X band. I knew about the devices. But back in the 80s, they were gun plexers. And now the great uh, X band gear comes from overseas sources as well as Down East Microwave in Florida, who brings in overseas uh, gear plus their own gear. And 10 gigahertz uh, is just a fun way to explore all of the ultra-high ham radio frequencies. <clears throat> During the early 2000s, upgraded my trusty TAC X2000R reel-to-reel to uh, audio editing. took me a little while, but now I'm a big fan of some of the audition programs, and I can now do that effectively on the computer. But the reel-to-reel, even tape cassettes, still are here in the library because the tape cassettes allow me to put in different uh, audio soundtracks in different orders, and they're always quite reliable. In uh, 2015, the instructor program is a huge success, all going well. I uh, finally anted up and said I need a better radio than some of my smaller uh, rigs here, so I invested in the Kenwood uh, TS-990, even though it's a lot more radio than my modest uh, four-element beam here in uh, Costa Mesa, but allow me to listen in on how the DXers do their thing, tied it in the computer for FT8, the digital modes, and my work with the U.S. Coast Guard Auxiliary also required a lot of MT63, 1K, and 2K digital communications, so I really got involved with the HF bands again in earnest. I'm not a DXer, Eric, but I enjoy listening to DX, and I do enjoy the DX up on two meters when we have uh, band openings to Hawaii. I enjoy the DX up on uh, 10 meters, talking to technician class operators 28.3 to 5 to tell them to get their general. And I enjoy the DX at 10,000 megahertz, but I'm not a contester. I may send in my logs to support the contest, but I have no real interest in collecting a whole bunch of awards. I'm just happy to help support the ham radio world. So now we come to current, and I'm still 
gosh, at 77 years old. Uh, Susie keeps me going every morning, Monday to Friday, a 40-meter net on 72.50. That lets me see what propagation is like on the lower bands. Monday nights, I have uh, three or four nets. Tuesday nights in the evening, four nets. Wednesday nights, uh, Ham Nation. And Ham Nation, now over 400 podcasts, working with Bob Heil and George and Don and uh, Amanda and Valerie and just all of the real experts of ham radio. It's a fun show. After each Ham Nation show, I look at the chat room uh, comments. And if the chat room comments give loads of comments about the topic I was talking about and my color short shots that I present, then I know that was a good topic. You're listening to our third and final excerpt from a presentation voiced by Gordon West, WB6NOA, about himself. We'll conclude Gordo's thoughts after station ID. This is Rain Hamcast, podcast number 91, for June 17th, 2023. I'm Kent Peterson, KC0DGY, and we'll be right back. But occasionally I'll do a topic that I think, wow, this is going to be great. And nobody in the comment room comments. Then I know that, well, that was a bust. So it lets me sort of see what the ham radio audience throughout the world is looking for. And uh, I'm very happy to say that ham radio operators are not just appliance operators these days, but they get involved in ham radio at the appliance level and then dig deeper and deeper in their gear. And this is exactly what we want because we want more than just appliance operators. So Ham Nation is a great way for me on a weekly basis to really get the feel as to what's happening out there on Ham Radio. So my future will be to uh, continue our uh, books and audio projects. I try and use as many sound effects, sound effects of W5, LFL, sound effects of someone spotting uh, something unusual on one of the bands and recording it and sending it to me. But sound effects as well as live demos are so important so we're not just watching an instructor as a talking head or going in front of a classroom and, oh, my gosh, presenting a PowerPoint for the entire eight-week class or the entire two-day weekend class. Nope. I say you got to do more than just rely on that. Use it certainly for test prep at the end. But we've got to give our students the very best of live demos. And I always enjoyed the live demos. And beside the Blazing Pickle, the other live demo goes way back to the 70s, taking a class or seeing me in action, where we had a Swan Cubic ST3 tuner tied into a person's bicycle that they rode to class who put the bicycle out on uh, the wet lawn, clamped battery alligator clips to the bike frame, attached the other alligator clip to a good metal uh, source uh, nearby, loaded it up. Our first contact was Japan. We told the Japanese station we were running 50 watts into a uh, Schwinn 16-speed uh, bicycle. And the Japanese fella came back on, oh, bicycle, six, oh, 16 elements, yes. Well, I don't think I was speaking clear enough. 
I don't speak Japanese for him to know I was on a bicycle as an antenna. But after we finally, ex oh, ho, ho, and he laughed and he laughed. And we made plenty of contacts during our eight-week class off of a Schwinn bicycle. And, you know, these kind of fun things that just come out of nowhere are what get ham radio operators excited about completing the class and getting on the air and trying their experiment with their own bicycle or a real a live antenna. That's where we are today. Master Publishing doing well with uh, my books and audio and some of the other great courses that they do. CW. Everybody thought when they did away with a CW that Gordo CW courses would uh, go away. I was worried that that would happen. We are now selling more CW. This is what I'm told by the publisher. I don't sell stuff myself. They're now selling my CW courses. They're eight, used to be cassettes. Now they're eight compact discs, eight CDs. Soon we'll probably go to a, a digital format, although that's hard to manage on a sales side. We're uh, now doing these CW courses like we've never done before. So even though CW is not required to obtain the ham radio license, it allows more and more folks that said, you know, I couldn't do the CW, so I couldn't get beyond the no-code check. They are now general, and many are extra doing CW at 30, 40, 50 words per minute, much faster than I can copy. So it's fun to see what happens to ham radio operators. So ham radio, absolutely, I live and breathe it. Susie puts up with this. She and I stay in contact via ham radio when I'm traveling. So ham radio is everything for me. Do you have any thoughts on how to attract new hams, especially young people to amateur radio? Kids love computers. They love their smartphones. So we need to, at the very beginning, introduce them to ham radio with FT8, where they can actually see some of the radio signals coming in. They can hear what sounds just like hash and then realize that, wow, this is a whole nother way of communicating and stress the importance to kids that this is just one aspect of our hobby, and that is tying in smartphones to decode the International Space Station slow scan television, which we did a week ago. Wow, that was neat in memory of Owen Gary at W5LFL. But Kids get excited when they see us playing with stuff that they know. And then we introduce them to digital, DMR, ICOM America, D-Star, many of the other digital modes that are out there. We encourage them to link in to other parts of the country via a handheld, but to understand all about code plugs, understand all about DMR and what it takes to get on the air professionally. We don't poo-poo the Chinese handhelds, but we do tell the kids, you're going to get a $59 handheld dual band. That's a good deal, 
but you got to make sure that you're getting help from a local ham that can show you how to program it and how to use it. It's not something where you just buy the radio. So gone are the days that for kids that they would just get a radio and figure it out. A lot of these digital radios, especially the Chinese radios, all have their unique operating techniques. But luckily, most of them are tied into computer cloning. And when it comes to using the computers, these kids... Kids come out of the airwaves, and they're your best asset. So we really encourage clubs and instructors to see the value of kids, get them involved with programming on a computer, and they're quite at home. And then when they start hooking up with stations wireless and have other stations listening in at the same time, wow, this type of chat room over the airwaves really gets their interest. And we also have kids that are musical, and they pick up up the CW and love the CW and want more and more. Plenty of things still out there for kids, not just the old-fashioned stuff. And many times we'll bring in an old-fashioned radio, and they are amazed when we hook it up to a Schwinn 23 speed. Gosh, are they now 49 speed bicycle and make a contact thousands of miles away? That indeed, Eric, gets the kids' attention. And that's all for Ray and Hamcast podcast number 91 for June 17th, 2023. This time, we completed our third and final excerpt from a 2019 conversation between QSO Today founder and producer Eric Guth, 4Z1UG, and Amateur Radio's cheerleader and ambassador Gordon West, WB6NOA. You can hear Eric's hour-long conversation with Gordo on QSOToday.com, episode 264. That's episode 264. Audio courtesy of QSO Today. This entertaining presentation was first heard on Eric's weekly hour-long interview series, QSO Today Podcast, in August 2019, episode 264. By popular demand, Rain brought you two excerpts from that conversation, originally in podcasts 20 and 21. Rain Hamcast number 92 will be posted July 1, 2023. Rain founder and producer Hap Holly, KC9RP, edits and produces this bi-weekly ham radio hamcast, without monetization. Your support via PayPal and feedback on therainreport.com are appreciated. Copyright 1985-2023 Rain. All rights reserved. I'm Kent Peterson, KC0DGY bidding you a very 73 from the Radio Amateur Information Network 